0: Polyhedron is a production of Headcannon Games, LLC. Please bookmark Headcannon Games for the latest in Polyhedron news. Polyhedron is sponsored by listeners like yourself. If you would like to become a patron of Polyhedron, please go to patreon.com polyhedron. Now on with your show. Welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG-related. I am your host Matthew, and as always, I have my two co-hosts here, Ryan, hey, and Scott,
1: hey guys.
0: And what is going on, fellows? It's been a minute.
1: Well, it's been a minute Crema. since. i Krema. Mean, we've uh, we've it's been a minute since we've re- recorded. We're a little bit down to the wire uh, this time <laughs> around, uh, but Not my ma- fault, I promise. Well, it's it's the jolly man's fault. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's Lord Crema um, and his Crema berries. Mm. Um yeah, I know. Nummy. I don't uh, want to
0: know about crema berries. Yeah, you do.
1: I mean, they're delicious. <laughs> uh but anyway, yeah, so um
0: Oh wanna oh, before we get into news and stuff, I wanted to again thank everyone who came out at the last recording. Um, our good friends Sean, uh Evan and uh David, uh, for giving us their perspective on people of color. Um Big thanks and everything. Uh, the response has been pretty positive as far as that concerned, and I hope it's uh, reached many more people. So please like, share that episode. It was really good.
1: Uh, I've been noticing that I've been actually getting more followers on Twitter, which is amazing to me because I'm old and I don't understand Twitter. Uh, <laughs> so I'm assuming that's a result of the podcast. And uh, well, if you're following I, me, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I
2: got one uh, from... Who, who was the most recent one? Uh, the Keck Medicine of UC of USC for some reason followed, followed me. There
0: is a lot of Twitters that are just... What they do is they follow just to track people mm-hmm. and to see if anything goes through theirs. They can also follow it and then retweet it out if something big and important has happened. Hmm. It's sort of to keep the pulse on stuff that's going on. And well, they don't some actually... Of the, some of
1: the Ben for Ben for like gaming... Gaming organizations mm. and whatnot. So, welcome to my Twitter. I usually just retweet the nihilist RP stuff. <laughs> like that's. I, I
2: occasionally grumpily retweet things about disliking internet culture here (laughs) such as such as yes i do in fact remember that thing from the 90s and i feel no connection to Mm -hmm. you because of that (laughs) so you
0: use internet culture to comment about how much you don't like internet culture yeah
2: i'm i'm really (laughs) (laughs)
1: avant-garde so meta i'm so so
2: meta. meta But anyway, yeah, seriously, I don't, I don't care about KB Toys, and never will.
1: Okay. Ooh, yeah, <sighs> I have vague memories of KB Toys. But anyway, regarding news, um, yeah, so uh, holidays, so I know I got a bunch of games. Yep. Uh, not so much as gifts, but as a result of Steam being a devil machine. And offering way too deep a discounts. Yep, I and basically taking my
0: wallet out of my uh, yeah. out of my pocket. Is yeah. the, is the sale still going? Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's still going. Oh, January second is when the Steam sale stops. Yeah, that's
2: when that's when Blizzard sale on Overwatch ended too. Mm-hmm. I picked that shit up for thirty bucks mm-hmm. because I don't give a shit about skins.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Even though I've gotten some holiday skins because I play Overwatch.
2: Well, no, that, that's fine. I just I'm not paying. Any real-world money for, for that nonsense, says the guy who also plays Hearthstone. But <laughs> but in terms of Overwatch, it actually doesn't really matter.
0: I'm, I'm sensing sort of this recurring hypocrisy coming out of you. It's not hypocrisy so
2: much <laughs> as I just have different priorities. Fair. Skins don't mechanically change Overwatch. The cards I purchase in Hearthstone very much change how I play the
0: game. That's very true yeah and so the steam sale i know i've bought a lot of games i've gotten thumper i've just picked up the new batman telltale game has all the episodes are out
1: as did i and i played a little bit of that last night and that is that's very batman-y uh i'm i'm there the opening uh combat uh was the most batman-y thing i've ever played outstripping anything in arkham the arkham series Mm. uh it 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 captured what it's like to be a bad guy when the Batman is after you. Oh, God. Um, And I look forward to playing more of that. Uh, Walking Dead Season 3 Telltale game. Yeah, that just came out as well. The first episode just came out. I have yet to play Season 2. I need to, so hopefully by the time all of them are out, because I believe as uh, both I and Matthew have said, I'll wait for all five episodes of those types of games to come out. Because I am too
2: impatient. I'm not trying to be too too hip, but I usually would only play a Telltale game about an intellectual property I give a shit about. So, like, I definitely do the Batman one, but I couldn't give a single hot shit about The Walking Dead. The Tales from the Borderlands, however, I chain smoked that. It was so good.
0: Yeah, I mean, we talked about, like, RPG stuff in the past, and that really hits my RPG button. Oh, yeah. Because it's at the core conceit, it's an RPG. You're putting yourself in the mindset of another character, and you have to. Figure it, out what you think the best thing I is I think it to does do. a better
2: job than a lot of... They do a lot of... A better job than a lot of RPGs for your choices mattering. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, for real.
1: Like, overall, your choices... I mean, you're, you're still going to go where you're going to go, and the story's going to go pretty much in the same way. But there are substantive differences based on what you do, who you kill, who you let die. Mm. Um, uh, as far as pro- properties, like, I am not super into The Walking Dead. But The Walking Dead Season 1 was really damn good. Yes. Um, it, uh, it successfully got me to a point uh, through, like, not cheap methods of being, like, 100% being, uh, being okay with letting some guy die.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, because the, the, there's a point in that game where you, you can choose to let somebody die, and this person is the definition of a fuck-up who just who gets other people killed. Like, he's not a bad person, but he is a liability.
0: Yeah, desperate time calls for desperate and measures. And for a game
1: work. to, like, tweak your morality in that, like, to put you in a situation where you really can just, like, without losing too much sleep over it, that, that's good. some good character work.
0: And speaking of that, um, I actually have a memory of The Walking Dead Season 1 that really got me, like, real, made me realize and wake up of how important your decisions were is there's a point where you have an argument with someone and they're you're outside your rv and bending on your choices one of your other guys the npcs shoots the dude in the face mm-hmm. He is dead and he's gone and you're like i didn't mean for that to happen but it doesn't matter you made the you said those things mm-hmm. which put two to two together in this guy's mind and he pulled out his gun and fired and that was it End of yeah. story and i was like wow okay need to Think a little bit more clearly about where I'm going to go from here.
1: Yep, and most of the Telltale games are of that caliber. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolf Among Us was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the The Walking Dead was good. Wolf Tales Among Us
0: was... was a Telltale game. Yeah. Yes. No. All right. Yeah. That so all the all of them have that similar format. Uh, and I've style.
1: heard that the Game of Thrones game wasn't all that great, mm-hmm. uh, just because it's pretty pretty derivative of the plot of the first book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and well, you we know, I'll know how that goes. Yep. Um, but the Batman one is looking to be very good. Um, let's see other games that I bought. I bought a couple of weird games like uh, Valhalla Cyberpunk ba- uh, Bartender Action. Yeah, I wanted to <laughs>
0: ask you about that. Uh,
1: th- that is a that is a very very like indie retro style game. That's uh it's it's, be- it's set in a very cyberpunk setting, and the only decisions you can make, the only way you can you know, affect the, the the gameplay is by serving drinks.
2: Okay, so that is the game where you have to learn what people like and make them drinks. Yeah,
1: you have to make them drinks and maybe give them the, not the drinks they want. Uh, maybe, like, choose how much alcohol you pour in the thing, and that's what dictates how the story goes. Interesting. Like, there's no dialogue choices. There's no, like, action choices. The only mechanic is serve, mixing and serving drinks.
0: Neat. Uh, I'm, I'm that one, I may have to take a moment and, like... I started
1: group. I started playing it. It's interesting. The It's a lot of reading. Okay. Um I especially up front like I it's Ugh, like it's God. like ten, 10 minutes of reading before I can start playing the game kind of annoyed me.
2: Oh, I don't like that.
1: Yeah, but I'll give it some more some more chance. It was super cheap because Steam sale. Yep. Uh but yeah, so if uh you're listening to this before that goes off and you have like a lot of money because don't don't fool don't let it fool you yep uh, like you either you either buy one thing and save a lot of money or you know you're spending a lot of money to get a lot yep. of things yep um, but hey worth it there's a lot of really good games um, including the game we're talking about tonight
0: yes um, we're uh, we have a little more news before we get down to that um, my bit is uh, pretty easy uh, as always I have to update everyone about what's going on with John Wick uh, and just <laughs> hashtag dick. hashtag dick. <laughs> and uh, what has recently happened is he's released the supplement heroes and villains for 7 C's uh, and this is predominantly just a supplement with 40 heroes and villains for your 7 C campaign it's nothing it's got full elaborate backstories it's got suggestions of how to use these NPCs so that you can sort of come together and use them in your campaign. Um, Other than that, that's pretty much it. Um, Scott, was there something else you wanted to talk about?
1: Yeah, I actually had a couple of things. Uh, The first that I have to talk about, it's more local, um, so it might not affect many of our listeners, but if you're in the Georgia, Tennessee area, uh, there's a new buffer LARP starting up called Garden of Destinies. Um, One of the people running it is, in fact, Tevin, who was on the podcast last time. Yes, he was. Uh, And it is a cool multi-genre buffer LARP. Um, using lightest touch, uh, combat rules, um, kind of an evolution of of the the rules, uh, for what we've been talking about, like force doors fractured, uh, etc. Yeah, after and, the
0: end, they're actually mostly inspired by after the end rules, yeah, which yeah. was made by Dylan,
1: uh, who's been on the podcast before. Yep. Um. So yeah, GardenofDestinies.com. Uh, check it out. You, it can looks, you can play
0: Kung
2: Fu Mans.
1: Yep, Man. You uh, can play Kung Fu Man. There's yeah they're they're going. I think. Uh. They may bulk at this, but I, I think their overarching theme would be historical fantasy because a lot of their th- a lot of their settings are influenced by historical um, themes and whatnot. You've got like ancient Egypt mm-hmm. and Ravenloft, yeah, the, the ancient, ancient history of, of Ravenloft, <laughs> the ancient yeah. country of Ravenloft, <laughs> uh, yeah. But you know, which in and of itself is you know. What like Renaissance era or or I wouldn't even know.
0: It was a little bit of the romance era. I yeah, believe. romance era. It's
2: cathartic, dark, blood, yeah. born horror. It's dark. It's a dark fantasy. It's a, setting. It's a dark fantasy. It is setting. Setting. the dark fantasy setting. It's the one they've got. Yeah. Yep,
1: it's pretty good. Um, so I recommend it. Check it out. Uh, the other thing that I have mentioned in in LARP news, uh, about about uh, two hours before I came over to Matthews to record today, uh, I saw that White Wolf had posted the trailer the convention of thorns larp uh, which is the nordic style um vampire larp that is they they play it in a damn castle um in poland in poland um so there's no way in hell that any of us will ever attend anything mm-hmm. like that it's they're like too- 2500 bucks yeah, yeah like i crazy know nonsense. it's crazy bullshit um
0: but you you have to pay a price for authenticity and this is what this is as authentic as you're gonna get
2: i'll tell you what i'll pay extra money to have my taco made by a real korean person but (laughs) i'm not i really don't need like the castle honestly i can imagine the castle (laughs) i don't don't
0: know know, being seeing what i'm seeing and where they're going to be playing yeah. I don't know. That may be fucking once
1: in a lifetime. Well, yeah, well, that's a once in a lifetime thing. They've already run one session, which is where a lot of that footage came from. And I believe next year in October they are going to be running another session in the same castle.
2: Well, I have to say, better you better get you better get good yeah, before you no. get there because if I would be fucking upset if like I don't know, I went and paid like three grand, went flew to the castle, put the put the crazy clothes on, and got like. I don't know. Had a bad game. Like I wouldn't like I I know it's still a vacation in a castle. Yeah. But it's still a game in which other people exist, so they can fuck you and it's (laughs) and you might have a bad time. And you are playing vampire. You're playing vampire, so you can have a bad time. You can
1: have a bad time. But I think they've really minimized the like the the percentage on that because the way they've got things set up. By the way, that, that ridiculous sum, that includes like lodging and food. Like you don't sleep in the castle. Um, but you sleep in a nearby hotel and that is included in the price. Uh, there's a lot included in that price. Um, but they play during the evenings and the night times, Um, and, but they have something called day play, which is like workshops and like working out like downtime stuff. Um, that's cool. How long is it? It's four nights, three nights. I think it's three or four nights. That's, that's a
0: good uh, investment. Actually, that's yeah, not too it, bad.
1: It's, it's, it's. it's it's a it's a dragon con like it it's a it's a dragon con <laughs> one
0: unit of dragon con yeah
1: it's well it's like skip dragon con for 2 years and go to this instead um that's, that's about the, right that's the kind of thing we're talking about so it looks really cool i would check out the trailer just to to become really jealous uh which i which i have i really and truly hope that they will they will bring some of that over here and specifically to atlanta uh, because as much as I appreciate their Nordic stylings, um, White Wolf started here in Atlanta, and I would love to see some love thrown our way. Mm-hmm. Uh, like because you know the thing they're doing came from from our backyard. Yeah,
0: and it could be done. I mean, there is a because because Georgia is becoming the new Hollywood. There's a lot of theatrical companies running around. It is possible to make connections with this company Mm -hmm. find people who love it and are willing to volunteer or minimize their prices to help them make something really interesting Mm -hmm. i'd love to do something like if they could do something down south like south georgia you get like an actual like old
1: don't say plantation uh don't say plantation
0: civil war either southern estate
1: Uh uh-huh there you go
0: uh that would be great and very entertaining uh, from my mind, because that would be a way you... Because, I mean, if you're in Europe and you're doing that sort of style of Dark Ages vampire, mm-hmm. that would be interesting because that's sort of like our... Not the Dark Ages, but like that's a point in history people in Georgia can relate to and sort of sink into.
1: So I like, don't know. There's there's a there's a lot of bear traps uh, in that. <laughs> uh, I don't know if Indeed. I'd... Indeed. I'd, I'd want to get into that. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, yeah, there's certain other LARPs that we're not going to name that aren't very sensitive about that sort of thing. Uh, so, yeah. That's it, fine. I, 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 what
0: a,
2: what a, here's the, the long, tall, and short of it History is terrible. Yes. Like, human beings are, despite everything you think, we are as, as good as we have gotten, like, as has been up until now. Like, American history is awful. And trying to relive any part of that with any sensitivity whatsoever basically impossible well,
0: i mean well that's that's not just american history that's it's all history. world history so yeah. you can't you can't sugarcoat just because you're playing dark ages in poland in a castle even though you're playing vampires you're still trying to do something historical which means there's still dark history there
2: well and here well the thing about like say oh, also i checked it's like 500 euro oh. it's 500 euro as a participation fee everything else is on you as far as what i was reading huh. but anyway for those guys, they're sequestered in a castle. Also, Vampire Society doesn't care what color your skin is. Yep. Uh, they more care, actually, I bet, the old, like, in Convention of Thorns, it's just like, ugh, German, or something <laughs> like that. Uh, you know, the German Nosferatu. Well, Germany probably wasn't a thing during the Convention of Thorns, actually, it was probably a bunch of principalities. Anyway, Italian Nosferatu. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Venetian Sewerat. Or whatever. And, you know, at that point, it's just nationalist bullshit.
1: But anyway, it looks really goddamn mm-hmm. good. I really wish that something like that would make it over to this side of things, well, we specifically got, to the South. Yeah, wings. we
2: have production companies here. We have sets.
0: I mean... You know, that, that, might I be,
1: that might be something to start thinking about. There's yeah. big
0: houses around mm-hmm. here. There's lots You can of- rent them out. It's just going to... Here's the thing. It's, it's all about money, right? And to find the really good locations, you need to spend money and people willing to invest money to do it.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going to start the hamster wheel thinking on that. Well, one yeah, it's... and
2: I feel well, you know, I feel like if you know the cam can take take over a hotel for a weekend and have everyone in mm-hmm. character all the time and do like a really big, big convention thing, I feel like someone can take that a step further if they yeah, want they to. Salon's not even my thing, but I, I always like seeing you know people go ham on Absolutely. on their LARPing.
0: I mean, I when I was younger, I did I did one of these big cam conventions, and I never felt more like I was part of like a cult or a cabal, like a secret organization, than I did when I was in the main hall for the main permit, like uh, not the permit meeting, the Justicar meeting, because Ooh. the Justicars were addressing everyone. And that's a room full of 700 people role-playing. So you basically had 700 vampires all in one room talking to their eldest of elders.
2: Man, you really got to hope someone doesn't decide to get cheeky with napalm at that particular (laughs) moment.
0: Um... Somebody, so they did a ritual and they cracked a bone and basically said, "Hey, everyone! No domination works in here. No vicissitude works in here. Everything like shut off. Oh, your disciplines are off. Almost all the disciplines were off. And everyone, and then the ventru had a conniption fit (laughs) because one of the elders that was in one of the front rows was dominant currently inside dominating his ghoul. Oh no! So he wasn't physically there. So now it's just the ghoul." Uh, In this room. uh, In front of Justicars. That's no. That's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway. I was making a dumb face for that noise. Just picture that. But regardless, I think that sums up the news Actually, that was a very interesting conversation. I think we may have to extend out later. Mm -hmm. Um, But for this episode, we're going to actually, since we were talking about video games, let's talk about a game that came out a couple years ago um, called Dishonored. Um, Mm -hmm. This is by Arcane Mm -hmm. Studios. And it's fantastic. It's really good. That's a tasty game. Um,
1: yes. Yeah, I mean, we talked about uh, Deus Ex a while back, um, and this is kind of the other side of that. Uh, it's a very similar style, very stealth action, mm-hmm. um, but it's 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 boogie. It's a it's a spoopy version. Yep, it's real uh, spoopy. I yeah. mean,
0: it's it's, it's the general gist <laughs> is you're basically in a fantastical Lovecraftian Edwardian fictional country it's called whale punk i'll have you
2: know <laughs> yeah. because everything's powered on whale
0: enchanted whale oil. Enchanted, enchanted whale, whale.
2: yeah it's, whale oil yeah it's whale punk
0: yeah it's um you play a guy named, punk. you play a guy named corvo who's a bodyguard and uh, and trained also as an assassin and your empress that you were guarding gets assassinated in front of you um who's also your lover uh and you are uh, in jailed and basically arrested for her murder which you didn't commit obviously. You know,
2: they they basically make it pretty clear what's going on in the first 5 minutes that you're just it's like we're framing you. You yep. suck. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, then you you get contacted by this otherworldly being called the outsider who offers you power and freedom <laughs> and the chance for revenge um because he's bored. He well, I mean, he's very
2: much Nyarlathotep like oh, he yeah. he is the the creeping chaos wears a thousand faces. Really bored. Really likes messing with humans. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: he, he likes seeing what humans do when he gives them power. He yep. likes to see what happens because he's like, "Oh, Corvo, you're you could be one of the good ones, or you could be one of the really bad ones. I don't know yet. Yeah, we'll and, see."
1: And he has no real like opinion either way. Like he he just wants to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's one of the most interesting antagonists in the classical sense. We we, we talked about this uh, in another podcast. Uh, He just inspires change uh, and really doesn't have much of an agenda otherwise. Um, And it's a really, really interesting way because from that point on, you do have a lot of freedom because the game and the mechanics and the setting uh, and the level design is very conducive to you solving problems any damn way you kind of want to. There's yeah. like,
2: there's one or two things in there where it's just like you fuck up once you're fucking dead. Yeah, there's a few of those, but other than that, like it's very free. Well, that's the
1: thing is like if you want to be a rampaging kill boner bot monster, you can be. Um, then those 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 situations are far less far farther and fewer between because you can just go on a kill spree, uh, and it's very easy to kill your way out of problems. But if you're trying to be more stealthy, or even if you're trying to be humane and not kill people, mm-hmm. either by avoiding them or knocking them out mm-hmm. or incapacitating them in other ways, um, then yeah, like if you fuck up a stealth, uh, a stealth path, uh, then you're in the middle of a bunch of guards, and while you could murder your way- yourself out of them... You don't have they to. didn't
2: deserve that. Yeah. Do they deserve that? Like I don't know. some of them, yeah. Some of them definitely deserve and, that. And, but...
0: and it's and it's a lot of subtext in in through the adventures of understanding that in Dunwall, which is the main city that mm. you're you're running around in, England. Yeah, yeah. Um, you not everyone. Everyone's got a stain on them. Mm. Very few people are truly like innocent, and so. Uh, You don't have to kill these guys if you're caught, unlike other stealth games where if you're caught, you're just dead and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm -hmm. Or you have to fight your way out. You can run away very quickly and
1: sort of reestablish the the, stealth situation. The the teleport power is godsend.
2: Blink 2 is your first purchase every time, no matter what type of game you're playing. Because
0: well, you need your ability to just teleport anywhere whenever you feel like mm-hmm. it. Yep. And or is... seeing through walls, seeing dudes through walls, so you can see exactly where they are. So when you move around, you you'll never encounter them. There's a them. few.
2: There's a few like absolute essential abilities. Mm-hmm. That, like that's why it's kind, It's RPG ish. It's not yeah. really like they're non choices. You 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 take your unless you're trying to challenge yourself, which come really. But well, I mean, there
0: are. I mean, you can go through the whole game without killing anyone. I, I did, and without my, being seen
2: by anyone. My first playthrough was a utterly and completely complete non-lethal. No one ever saw me play through. So, yeah, you can totally do it. I did it because I wanted to do that, get that out of the way first. <laughs> I,
1: I did a completely non-lethal playthrough. Um, I did not go a completely stealthy playthrough uh, because that's hard. Um, I like. I had to. I had to reestablish surprise and like hide out for a little bit. Because I'm not that good at Twitch gaming. I have a lot of
2: time on my hands. <laughs> Back then, I had a lot of time. Uh,
1: yeah, but um, one of the hallmarks and why this qualifies for an RPG show um, is that it is one of the best games for your decisions matter mm-hmm. and your decisions affect the outcome in genuine, real ways. Like in small ways, like the more you kill the more of the rats show up. Yes. And the rats cause more zombies to show up. Yep. So even if you're not doing like the big choices, if you kill like mooks and whatnot, you are contributing to the chaos and the darkness and yes. you're making your game harder. Yeah. Um, um,
0: or, I wouldn't say harder, different. You're making it very different. Now, before we get into like some deeper part of this, spoilers for everyone listening, we are going to spoilers. Yeah, I, Granted, this is a couple of year old. If you haven't Should played the... Dishonored by now, first of all, I mean, yeah, I
2: mean... I guess turn it off now. Turn off the podcast. Like, comment, subscribe. And turn <laughs> off. But yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Dishonored two just came out. What you have no excuse.
0: Yeah, oh. and it's a good game. It's a cheap game. Go ahead and play it. But yeah, you're right, Scott. Uh, it is a game that is deeply affected by choice. That's what enthralled me with it. Mm-hmm. When I, the aesthetic is beautiful. It's a right. very cool looking world. But then when I heard like, there's one section, the boils or the boil sisters. Mm-hmm. In this, you have to figure out. Which of these three triplets is the real Lady Boyle? Yeah, the, the one lady. you're looking for. And you have to decide how to go about it. Every time you play the game, it's a different Boyle. It's not the same one.
1: Yeah, it changes it up on you. That was, that's really good for replay value. Um, and there's all sorts of hints that you have to go through to figure out who it is. It's a really interesting little social puzzle, really. Um, but, as I was saying, the choices really, really matter. And there are a couple of really big choices, and that's generally each level has someone that you're trying to get to, mm-hmm. either to kill them, or to incapacitate them
2: or, um, ruin them, or to
1: ruin them, or into some way get to them in, such that you can get to your eventual big target, which is the person who arranged for the murder of your your queen lover.
0: Also, to potentially save your daughter.
1: And to say, yeah, your daughter has been kidnapped, uh, and... Um, you actually rescue her, her fairly early on.
0: You do, but she gets captured again. Because captured. remember, at the end, oh, yeah, you just, have the choice right. of letting her fall or not.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, but Which, anyway, what so, kind of monster are but, you? But the major thrust of the game, like the biggest, like high chaos, low chaos ending, is determined <clears throat> by whether or not you kill your targets or you deal with them in another way.
2: Yeah, I never figured out what the exact numbers were or the values. I just kind of went one all one way or all the other, so yeah. I just never really figured out what the tipping point was.
1: Well, I mean, that's the thing, is that, I mean, as you're, like, thing, the, the the things change, like, dramatically, and not just the ending. Um, like, the entire feel and mood you, of the game yeah, changes. The
0: game, as you kill more of your main targets, um, there are more rats, there are more what zombies, a.k.a. weepers, they call them, there are more, everything's grittier and bloodier. Um, things are more vicious. Um, um, and, but if you do the other way, things don't get as dark. And It's still shitty because it's, still, because it's, it's turn of the century
2: England. Uh, yeah, things are, it's still filthy. Let's not, let's, yeah. let's yep. not oversell it. I think
1: <laughs> one of the most telling ones is, like I said, you rescue your daughter uh, while well, you're charged, your ward. It, she's your daughter. Yep, uh, super they, duper. Yeah. They don't yeah. ever really come out and say it, at least not in Dishonored. Uh, the first one, but you can you can pick it up on it. Um, you rescue her fairly early on, and she is in your hideout with, like, your co-conspirators, who do eventually betray you no matter what you do. Yep. Um, but one of the most telling things is if you start killing people, she changes. Mm-hmm. Like, she picks up on the fact that you're a murderous son of a bitch. I think
0: she starts making different drawings. Yeah, she oh, makes yeah. different
1: do- drawings and starts... She basically becomes evil oh uh-huh. um,
0: and your buddy who who like transports you around mm. dunwall on a boat um actually like the more you kill people the more upset he gets at you because he's like a, a genuinely good yeah. dude who believes in the cause and believes that in, in emily will be a good empress one day mm-hmm. and he's like at the end is like at the very last thing he's like you're a son of a bitch i'm gonna let them know that that you're coming and, and I, he and shoots w- a flare i
2: will point out I read the... I, I, have, I always have subtitles on because, mm-hmm. you know, voice acting isn't always that great. Um, I read the sentence... I read very fast. Yeah. So I read the sentence before any of it ever happened. So I turn around and put a crossbow yeah. bolt in the yep. guy's face before yep. he ever had a chance. Still goes off. You can't stop him from firing that flare. Oh, I tried.
1: It. I tried. Yeah, I did too. I did too. I was all like, nope. <laughs> Sorry, <Damn."> man. <laughs> but he gets it off. He gets it off because he's... Uh... But...
0: but that's what's really cool, and even at the ending, if you go high chaos, which means you've murdered a lot of people, even the uh, the outsider, correct?
1: No, you don't kill... No, Come no, on. No, 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 no. The I, outsider. The
0: outsider makes comments oh, yes. about your actions going, I was not expecting that, but
1: good on you. Yeah. He, uh, wait, way to get it done. Way, yeah. to get, way to get the job done. Well, it's things like, even uh, depending. no matter what you do, the outsider is always pleased with you because you do interesting things because you're an interesting person. I think one of the my favorite lines about the outsider is one of the one of your targets is this like high scientist guy. Mm-hmm. Sokolov. Sokolov and he is obsessed with trying to get the outsider's attention. Because this is a thing that happens like in historical record. People get the attention of the outsider and get powers from yeah. him on a somewhat regular basis. And it's there are of, wa-
0: there are ways to contact and communicate with no,
1: him. Actually no there aren't ways. That's what that's mm. that's, that's that's the biggest no, thing. No, you just have to be interested. Yeah, exactly. He's, he he's he the outsider makes a comment regarding this guy. He's like, if he really wanted to meet me, he should try being more interesting. Huh. Uh, that's, like like that's a big thing. Like they they make a, a very big point to mention like all attempts to contact contact the outsider and get his attention and get his favor just automatically fail however
0: because you have the entire assassins guild which is all about getting the powers of the outsider well yeah because Daud. they're interesting
1: yeah Dowd was interesting and the outsider decided okay oh what you're gonna do you're gonna you're gonna um, get, make an assassin's guild sure they can have power too they're all going to pay for it.
0: Yeah, I know. And it's just interesting because of the perspective of what the Outsider represents because in this world, besides the high technology based on this enchanted... Who veil, was given or...
2: by the Outsider. Yeah. Yeah. All technology in that world was given by the Outsider. Your scientist friend who, you, who yeah. who's, in your, who's on your team, he talks about it. All that stuff came to him in dreams from the Outsider. Yep. All, like Tesla, Tesla's thanks to the Outsider.
0: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and so, it, it, it creates, going back to what we were saying about choices, and if you don't, if you're not bloody... Things get better and then like Emily is a better person and a Mm -hmm. much more uh, stable person. Um, And you actually, I find when you're not killing, when you're not, don't kill these main targets. It's actually more interesting because some of the things you do to them are almost as bad as killing them, if not worse. Oh yeah. Like one of them is he's the high, basically he's the high Pope of their church and you brand him a heretic. With with an actual brand, and basically, his story is he is cast out. Nobody will have anything to do with him forever.
1: Yeah, it turns out when you make a relation a religion that uh, has as a part of it, if you have this mark on your face because we shoved a hot piece of metal on you, you're a heretic that might come around to bite you in the ass. (laughs) Yeah, you think.
2: (laughs) Uh, like no one could ever get a hold of the branding iron right like no one could ever like see the symbol make the branding iron and just really have themselves a time it's like it's not like a fucking notary public or something <laughs>
1: apparently it is like I guess
2: like all right we're signing on this date uh, we branded this guy and other you know and then there's uh, the
0: like we talked about earlier there's lady boyle who if the non-violent ending and i put that in giant quotation marks is there's a really obsessed guy in the party who wants Lady Boyle for his own and he's like yeah if you knock her out and bring her to me she'll nobody will hear from her ever again we will go away and everything will, keep, will be fine i will keep
1: her in, in my tower uh, and pamper her and love her for the rest of her days
0: yeah that
1: made me feel gross <sighs> It does, but yep. it gets you the, non, it's, the it's non-lethal of,
2: ending. It is one of the few times where I did consider actually just killing the woman. Just because, yeah. like, ooh, whatever's going to happen to you is probably
0: going to be worse than death. So. But, but let's be fair. She is not a good person. Oh, no. no. All of these targets are neutral at gray at best. Mm-hmm. Most of them are well, dark, are just, dark, they're, dark.
2: just uh, they're just high-end rich corrupt fucks like they're like they're like the current cabinet like you know know, if if the entire cabinet of the president-elect would be like murdered in their beds no one would shed a single tear like and these are the same type of people they're rich they're opulent they're soulless they're monsters and most of them hurt people and don't Mm -hmm. think of the lower classes as human. So uh, it's probably fine whatever you do to
3: them.
1: And it uh, turns out uh, your co-conspirators are pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, well, that's the big twist is that once you've uh, taken out the Lord Regent Mm -hmm. uh, and rescued your daughter and all that good stuff, um, then your conspirators turn on you and shove you in yeah, a Yeah, because pump. they
0: realize how dangerous you are because not only, you know, oh, you, oh. you're a skilled assassin.
1: Oh, you sweet summer child. They realized it. Yeah, yeah I mean, It was the plan all yeah. along.
0: I knew they were using you as a tool from the get-go, but it was the idea of you were in the life, you were too dangerous because then Emily couldn't get molded Mm -hmm. by them to do what they wanted ultimately
2: yeah she couldn't be the child emperor you know with all the handlers you you were too much of a correct compass for her Mm -hmm. in one direction or the other like if you're mr non-lethal goody goody it's like well she's obviously going to turn out too nice so we got to get rid of you if you're a psycho murder machine it's like (laughs) she's going to turn into a psycho murder machine that we can't control and kill us all so we have to get rid of you well
1: i think the the um the, the core determination there is not so much how you would guide her, it's that that you would guide Make her. her. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that you're not them uh, mm-hmm. was the real issue.
0: And and actually, going back to choices, um, something that happens at the very end when you have to save Emily again and take out the conspirator who betrayed you um, is that you Emily can die at that point or live, and that changes the ending. Oh, One of which, can, she... if you save her and you're high chaos, everything goes to hell, but she's like literally literally like on a throne of like trash essentially yeah because everything falls apart and she doesn't care that it is falling apart
1: actually you if you go the the low chaos uh, and route you there's no option to kill her okay like, she's safe in a little room and and you go and you That's talk to her, right. her and whatnot it's only if you've gone a high chaos that you can either like shoot her uh you can you can kill her uh like just straight up or at the very end after you kill the main bad guy um, she's uh, hanging off something, and you can you can you can save her, or you cannot save her, uh, and that is a fuck.
0: Yeah, if you don't save her, and it's high chaos, you basically you, your cutscene is essentially a well, board a train, that you're yeah. just like, see a by as yeah. like Dunwall was burning yep, you, in the horizon. You burn,
1: it's, 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 it's the choice between burning it all to the ground or setting up your own little psycho empress. The
0: little, oh, the cleansing fire. Yeah. Yep. And it's, it's a really good because as Scott said, choices really matter in this game. It really gives a sense of, living in the world plus the world again is very very rich and so when you make changes you notice those changes and they become a part of the game they become a part of your story that you're trying to tell through um um corvo that's his name <laughs> um yeah uh what other things about this game are really intriguing um i mean the ending is like at the at the
2: like it all leads up to a final level mm-hmm. and it's like you get the low chaos one or the high chaos one i will we will point that like yes there is like little bits and pieces here and there and it's like a little darker there's another corpse there yeah more weepers and stuff but at the end of the day really at the end of the day it's what what level you play last like and yeah. that the low chaos one a little easier to deal with because yeah. they're not militarized high chaos one it's a bit of a dick punch, and I hope you got good. Because, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, cause... the High Chaos one, the difference between the High Chaos one and the Low Chaos one is, um, like, I think in both versions, all of your conspirators have turned against each other. Yes. Uh, but in the High Chaos one, like I think some of them are still alive. Uh, and, and the... I thought in
2: the High Chaos one, someone poisoned everyone. At the end, or oh, is that yeah, the low right. chaos? No, no,
0: it's a, that's the, that's, yeah, that's at the low well, chaos.
1: Because uh, you have to deal with all three of them and they're all three of their minions mm. who are fighting each other and trying to kill yeah, you. Yeah, that's
0: at the end. Um, uh, something that we didn't mention that also, besides the main quest of like, fe- go fetch this dude and mm. figure out what you want to do with him, there's a lot, there's actually some very significant side questing going on in oh, yeah. the game. And one of the which is at the very end is, some of the co-conspirators are trying to revolt against the guys trying to kill them, and they're all fighting each other. and you can decide if you leave some of those co-conspirators alive or go kill them. Oh, at and that point, they're them. all fucking dead. like yeah. if
1: you if you if you get to that point and you spare anyone any of those bastards, a well, A. I don't think it matters mm. uh, as far as the endings are concerned, and you know why? Uh, commit to the bit, man.
2: <laughs> the the one level I actually that was like probably the nastiest, like hard. Uh, honestly, harder than the last level. Right. Was retaking your little, uh, your your hideout. Oh yeah. After oh yeah. Been betrayed because mm-hmm. that was so hard. It was so vicious. Because there's dudes everywhere. Well, there's dudes everywhere, and like it's one of those ones where you can also they have big mecha. Like, mm. they had the guy... Oh, yeah, there's walker suits in this, by the way. There's freaking ATSTs with, like, lightning guns. Oh, my God,
1: those are so good. And, and wall, so-
2: Walls of light as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, and they're yeah. really hard to take care of. And they've really just fortified the shit out of your former hideout, and you have to sneak back in. You basically have or- to
1: set
0: off a bomb to kill all of them.
1: Yeah, you either set off, like, a giant Tesla coil that either incinerates or incapacitates everyone. Or incapacitates.
2: Everyone. Like, of um. course, if you- they need to give you one more, you know, high mm. chaos, low chaos. I mean... Incinerates the easy way. Uh, yeah,
1: it's actually significantly harder to 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 get, to knock them I, I all out. I feel
2: like I had a chivo <coughs> where like I actually disabled every single motherfucker there before yeah. we set off the.
1: Oh, yeah. Before
2: I set off the Tesla coil, uh, It may have been a personal challenge. I have no idea. I, I, I played it like three or four years ago, but uh, it was yeah. fun. It's yeah, hard. I mean, it's, I mean, it's,
0: it's it's very intriguing because this game sends you all around like so you got like. You're dealing with the conspirators, and you're dealing with all these guards, but there's also some mysticism stuff that you, you oh,
1: yeah. get dived right into. Like, Gra- Granny
0: rags. Yep. Um, very early on, you meet an old woman who's you just think is crazy, but since you've met the Outsider, you know she's probably not crazy, and she has given herself wholly over to the Outsider in his ways. And so you, besides meeting her at the beginning, you also do her a favor because some ruffians are giving her trouble. Mm-hmm uh one of the later missions is that uh she wants you to basically i think render someone down into fat oh yeah it's the leader of the boss who was giving her trouble oh
1: yeah that's right and he's
0: gonna render him down into like a candle or something and you can go along with it but that's killing someone Mm -hmm. so you have to make the choice if you want to kill granny rags but you can't just kill her you have to like go find her Mm -hmm. effigy and burn it she's
2: she's a lich or something like you have to to get rid of her somehow like a
1: lot of these games uh there's all sorts of books and scrolls and tomes that you can read with with lore, uh, and you can discover her story. Like, Mm. she was... Like, she has a really interesting story. Like, she was this, like, very beautiful, very rich noble woman, and something happened to her, and she decided to give her life to the outsider.
0: Well, nothing... She stopped having fulfillment with what she was doing. Things were getting too easy for her, and and and, she went down this occult... Occult well, essentially... Mm -hmm. And the Outsider did in fact,
2: take notice of her. And she was interesting enough. Yep. Yeah, uh, also, yeah, you can totally, by the fir- the first time I met that one, was like, yeah, I've read a scary story. You're, you're real. You're <laughs> like a real lady. I, I get you. Uh,
1: and the other uh, sort of mystical thing that you interact with is the Assassin's Guild. Uh, mm-hmm. The assassins that were paid to kill uh, your Empress Lover.
2: Oh, my God. That, that fucking level. Fighting those. Like, we're that the... was
1: actually one of the hardest
0: ones, because they could come out of, nowhere well
1: Well, you were fighting yourselves you were fighting a legion of yourself
0: dude but it did allow you to have a weeaboo
2: ninja battle it really did in a floating sunken city Mm. like you can do teleportation fighting midair it was actually pretty like i actually had my doubts about Dishonored because personally i think the first person like first person sword combat is yeah it's really rough it's it's garbage and like i don't know how the elder scrolls still pushes through that but you know I think a lot of people... You can play the Elder Scrolls in third oh. person, I think, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And a lot of people do it, and I know it's like one of the most popular game. Like, some of the most popular games do it that way. I personally just find it not particularly awesome. Um, first-person Melee just doesn't really do it for me, says someone who plays Reinhardt in Overwatch. But... <laughs> <laughs> all right, so maybe I'm, you know, just full of shit. But either way, <laughs> the fact that you could they pulled off stealth first-person, you know, Melee-style gameplay, that that was actually pretty impressive it was reasonable the the straight up fighting in dishonored is reasonable if you're going to go fight well actually the part that impressed me the most was kind of the parkour like the mm-hmm. the, oh, yeah. the climbing and the jumping and the, the jump, teleporting and, and the... using using distance and height and i, I cuz that to me just that's like that's really the territory of like third person action mm-hmm. games and always kind of has been the fact that it pulled it off was actually well, pretty you, pretty I think good you can
1: play dishonored in the third person
0: i've never done I've it i've never seen it
1: uh, I'm sure
2: you
0: can,
1: though. probably can. Absolutely you,
0: sure you can. I don't know, but I, I'm going to go look that up later just to see if it's true or not. But,
1: yeah, the mechanics of, like, the, the actual gameplay mechanics of that game are wonderful. Um, uh, just really good stealth action, really... Just the options that you have yeah
0: and also like going back to what you're talking about with that's his guy's name the lead is doubt he's got yeah. he also has a mark of the outsider mm-hmm. because he met him a while back and his story is super interesting because he actually goes into dlc of you play doubt later mm-hmm. um because if you do not kill him if you let him live he goes off on his own quest to go do something i don't know exactly what it is but you get to play doubt because he has a lot of the same powers so- that you do So,
2: speaking of using, I mean, okay, this is kind of a weird segue, but, like, oh, you're down now. That's fine. All these mechanics work fine for you. It's all the same, so don't worry about it. We don't have to think too much about how to make this story happen. Am I the only one who thought, like, I don't know, like, Assassin's Creed could have really, if they wanted to do something weird and different, could have used something very similar to Dishonored? Because, okay, so... Around Assassin's Creed 4, they did this thing, it's like, oh, you're outside the Animus, and you're walking around and doing stuff, and you're a crazy assassin. Wouldn't it have been cool if, you know, you actually got to go be an assassin in the outside world? Oh, yeah. And they just used, it's like half Assassin's Creed, half Dishonored. Like, you're actually going to be an assassin somewhere in... Like mm-hmm. present day,
0: yeah. I and thought that's where the stories were going was because as you're reliving those memories in Assassin's Creed, it was teaching you, you how to, how be, to an, be an assassin a really, really good one.
2: I don't, okay, so I haven't played like the last three or four mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed games. Four was the last one I played, which weird to say, we're on like what 12 of them now. Um,
0: they're, yeah, they're so far off from the original storyline, it's not even funny, uh, but. Like, I don't think they ever really, like,
2: no, you're a guy in the modern day, and you're an assassin.
0: There, uh, From what I've heard, there are larger sections as the games go on with the main story where you are doing stuff, but it never gets to the realm of, yeah, you're actually an assassin now doing assassin things. There was
2: a part where you got to be Desmond Mm -hmm. with a hidden blade being an assassin in the modern day. Like, that did happen, but it wasn't really, like you know. The main focus. It wasn't, wasn't main the focus. main focus. And I guess it's always been like, go live through this, this old, ye old story. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. They could have, I think they could have made the series more interesting if they had sort of, I don't know, just completely stolen never, Dishonored's engine for this. Yeah, I, don't I
1: never really got into Assassin's Creed games. I think I played a little bit of the first one. Um, it Just Dishonored did everything that Assassin's Creed did better.
0: Yeah, it's and also from, I mean, we're, we're kind of like, we love our fantasy mm-hmm. and our mysticism and our lovecraft. Yeah. So this world, like, immediately hooked me it was oh, far yeah. more interesting oh yeah you're back from the middle ages or, or all that but like, that's fine now this is far more interesting because they literally have whale leviathans like the whales have enchanted flesh there are carvings and runes, runes on them and humans hunt them like old school whalers and extract their meat and their flesh and their oil so that they can run their empire
2: Daddy does like lovecraft
0: yeah and Daddy i love the, the idea of its mystical technology even though they don't see it as m- mystical in the way we see it as. Oh, mystical. Oh yeah, if the
1: common people realized where their tech came from, they would be mass there'd be a mass revolution. Yeah, uh, because the church, uh, of which we mentioned, had the you know the the branding iron uh, religion uh, is all against the outsider. Like yep. they, they it, it is he is the devil. Um,
0: no, he's he's the main and antagonist, y-
1: and yet the entire society is based off. Yeah. Like technology. Yeah.
0: Even to the point that they develop technology. That's uh, like uh, anti outsider powers. Mm -hmm. Like there are these guys with music boxes and if they start playing, you can't use your powers. I completely
2: forgot about those guys.
0: Those guys were a pain in the ass because there's a, there's a couple that you're going through and there's like three or four of them in one big area. Mm -hmm. And so you have to like sneak up old school Take them out before you can start using your powers to get everywhere else.
1: Yeah, that was crazy. Whoo!
0: I did my fair share of strangling. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, choke slam simulation.
2: I mean, I will. <laughs> oh, that—that's just ASX. Don't yeah. <laughs> <The> ch- <laughs> <joke> slam simulator. <laughs> um, but I will say that I found out, like, I completely beaten uh, the you know dishonored all the way through one good time before I re- knew that when you you can when you fire a crossbow or you you do a cool thing, occasionally you get the kill cam. I never get the kill cam in my first place because I never killed anybody. anybody. But the first time I jumped down in those sewers and fired that crossbow into the dude and it followed the bolt all the way to his throat, I was just like... This game does that? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, it is in you,
0: my pants. You can get special like melee maneuvers if you get your uh, certain power and you upgrade it. Uh, you can basically get your adrenaline up and then if you execute a move right, you do this like multiple kill combo of like five five dies in a row at once. Um, well, actually, I did the non-lethal version of the brain. I tried to kill as few people as possible, so I didn't get a lot of that. But I will say, when I did my second playthrough when it was high chaos and I just killed motherfuckers, god damn there's one power that's super satisfying the turn people to ash power oh yeah oh my god because i'd be like on the the dowd assassin fights where you can see dudes from all the way all the way if you have a um an upgraded bow and you snipe one dude they're just walking along they get hit with an arrow and suddenly they don't know oh, yeah anymore. that
1: makes that makes the stealth uh, uh, like it's weird that like the uh stealthy the super stealthy option is that turn people to ash when they yep. die thing yep. and that that makes stealthing so much easier because this is a game where like the AI is good enough that they patrol it's a sliding net. scale too yeah.
2: like it's like they're they have different levels of cognition depending yeah, on on what they are what they're but who they are and what they're doing. If they yep. see
1: a body, they're going to notice it yep. and they're going to raise a stink.
2: So, so sometimes you just got to either hide them, mm-hmm. dump them off the edge, yep. or if put you're put in a dumpster put them in a dumpster or let the rats eat them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, My favorite power was possession. Personally, second tier possession. Because my favorite thing to do was that actually made the non-lethal playthrough weirdly way easier because you run up, you just target a dude, you take his body over completely. You walk walk him somewhere safe. Like you go to the bathroom you hop out directly behind him. He throws up
1: mm-hmm. every time. You take time, him out.
2: And then you just take him out. And that's how yeah, I cleared, yeah. like...
1: that's That was really useful. It was a, has anyone seen Dan lately yeah. <laughs> this sort of situation? I, heard, I think he's
3: not
2: feeling well. I think he's in the back. I heard him puking. I think...
1: Eh. Yeah, that's, uh, that's real good. And
0: that's also another thing we didn't say. Besides just the choice of lethal, non-lethal, how you interpret that is up to you. There are many powers that support both of those like avenues of attack, mm-hmm. essentially the possession using rats to get around and humans to get around. Right, so stealth- no one noticed you rather than
2: physically stealthing your way through. Stealth it. is your <laughs> only option. If you want non-lethal, you know, Like you can't, you know, there's really no way to finagle, like getting into a sword fight with the dude and then suddenly like, you know, gun checking him and, and knocking him unconscious.
0: Um, a little point of that. And I'm not, we're not going to go into anything that I've started playing dishonor Two, but they actually address that. There's, oh, there's, a way, there's to... a way that if you parry, uh, if you parry an attack, you, you can you can grab the dude and start choking him out in mid-combat. Oh, nice! That's,
2: that's awesome, because that, that was always the thing. It's like, oh, I would like the option to get some of the sword fight stuff in mm. there, but, I've but you know, honestly, in Dishonored 1, they didn't really... I Well, okay, maybe that existed in Dishonored
0: 1? I don't mm, know. Not that I remember. Okay, because, yeah, when I was doing that, I'm just like, well, I can either... This is one of the, fir- like, the newer mechanics that I've oh, seen, oh. is that it lets you actually take a dude out in the middle of combat. Also,
2: I think that most of the equipment... If you're doing like the super non-lethal run, ultra non-lethal run, most equipment doesn't matter at that yeah. point. Mm. Most of the equipment they offer is to raise your lethality, and, and you don't want that. And you really don't want that. Oh, we should probably talk about how you get more powers. We haven't talked about the oh, heart.
3: Yeah. Oh,
1: the heart. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. We- yeah, one last one last thing about equipment. Uh, except the the one piece of equipment that helps you with stealth missions is the instantaneous sleep darts. Yeah, those yep. were like that's Dunk. the only thing uh, you need. Dude just immediately goes out.
1: Well, but- and and they are of course the most rare. <laughs> i yeah. ammo item like you like, get three of them in a level yeah, or exactly like, well crossbow bolts and 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 shit is just laying the fuck around but those sleep darts man who well that's i mean there's a crafting system too where you yeah can, but you,
0: you could only do it at the beginning essentially at the beginning of the mission before you're gonna yeah, go you're so like, every how much you're gonna take with every you?
1: every little bit you get gets if you're doing it on lethal gets thrown into those sleep darts
0: you want as many as you can, so you just say, sleep, 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 sleep. And, All right, this made my job and trigger.
1: Oh, trigger discipline and 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 leading your shots, and because every one of those is precious. Um, now
0: back to the other piece of equipment that the outsider gets, because he gives you more than just powers. He gives you something very peculiar, which is literally looks like a human physical, atomically correct heart with some weird gears and mechanisms in that are bedded in it. It's a nice little clockwork heart for yeah, you. Yeah,
1: um, and it and it whispers to you secrets. Uh, in and, a feminine voice. In a feminine voice. And, and the and
0: the
2: voice actress who did it is very obviously the voice of the empress. You can make any assumption you like
1: there, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but but uh, there's a cool mechanic uh, when you bring the heart out, which you can't have. You cannot have a weapon out and a heart out at the same. Or time. Or a power out. Or a power out at the same time. But uh, as you get closer to one of these, uh, uh, like shrines. Um, they have, or, like, ivory, talent, have, ivory charms like, on yeah, them. Yeah, like, whale... No, they're not ivory. They're whalebone. Yeah, that's right. Whalebone with a rune carved in it. Uh, it just beats faster and faster and faster. And you
0: kind of get a sort of echolocation sense And it, it. And it does, does show you... If you get close enough, it gives you distance yeah, to it. Yeah, gives you distance give it. will give you how close you are so to So it. it's this
1: really, like, weird, like, Cthulhu GPS... That leads you to to power. It also tells
0: you
2: nice things about the area you're in and memories it has of the place Mm -hmm.
1: and of
0: people too. If you go to you target specific people, it will give you some interesting secrets about people. It
1: whispers into their hearts and lets them lets you know their deep 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 dark secrets. And some of them, like like we said, everyone has a stain in this world. Like there's no clean hands Mm -hmm. pretty much anywhere. Like maybe a child. Maybe you can target a child Mm -hmm. and get get oh. Oh her her destiny is one of blood and torture. Yeah. Uh, uh
0: there's one that I really love and I don't know who what the quote is cuz I didn't put it down, but the, the it, it's one of the main villains is there are a few that would laugh inside laugh uh in the face of the outsider and he is one of them. Yeah. I was like that's baller. Oh yeah. Jesus. <laughs> well, good luck to him then. Yep. Yeah, and it, if we haven't said it earlier, it's heavily implied and dishonored that this is your the your lover. This is the wife of it, uh, the the uh, mother of Emily, um, and the one who got assassinated at the beginning. And yep. it's like that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. That is, oh, thanks, man.
1: Outsider. <laughs> what it's, it's ev- what
2: I always wanted. Uh, and, and you know, it's like, well, you're one of the only people I can't punch, Mister Outsider. <laughs> though I want to punch you so much <laughs>
0: <laughs> with that with that smirk of yours. I just want to. Wipe it off. Your oh, face. oh well,
2: I'm sure you don't want to see what he actually looks
1: like. Oh no, no, no that he... that char that charming foppish figure is probably the best thing that you can see in that. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just tentacles, it's not, just tentacles and ice and stocks and, and, and
2: blackness. It's nothing but
0: eye stocks and tentacles all the way
2: down. And God, God help you if you. I, I, I'm sure somewhere, like I'm sure there's other elder things that live in that world. You just don't even brush up against them terribly much.
0: And uh, in. And that's also what, uh, again, going back to the aesthetic, that heart just highlights just like some of the wrongness and just the uh, macabre, uh, catholic nature of this setting and just makes it that much it's better. It's a very
2: attractive setting. Like they, I, I wish they would do more with it than just a video game here and there. I, I think mean,
0: they wrote a book or two as well.
2: Okay. Telltale could probably do some good Ooh, stuff with that in that setting.
0: Goddamn, oh, my my God damn, I want to see it. TellTale a
1: TellTale dishonored game?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Dishonored's really good the way it is. Well, I mean, mean so okay. is Borderlands so and is they Borderlands. managed to make that. Okay, Borderlands is very like a very different animal, like based on the choices you make and the story implications, whereas Dishonored and TellTale are much closer. I'm just saying that TellTale games writing
2: making a dishonored game and the studio who makes Dishonored, doing them at the same time, wouldn't harm each other. If the it's Dishonored true. 3 is in the future, I don't know. Probably because money. Um, uh, this
0: Dishonored 2 did very well. Had some really good ratings. Um, It just came out at a bad time, I think. But overall, it's still high quality. But, you know,
2: Telltale making a game doesn't really preclude mm. another game being made. Nope. Uh, I mean, Borderlands 3 is in production, yep. as far as I know it. Yep. And... Who knows? Uh,
0: I would buy it if Telltale made Dishonored game where they wanted to tell the story of, like, a, a, a side character, and they were just telling, because that's what they did in Borderlands that I love so much, is like, yeah, these aren't the Vault Hunters, these aren't the guys who go in guns blazing, these are relatively normal shyster dudes. But they're,
2: they're, I mean, in, a, in many ways, they're just as important as any Vault Hunter, mm-hmm. or anything like mm-hmm. that, given how that particular series ends, but... <laughs> It it was it was surprising yeah. i'll put it that way i was not expect because i didn't play the pre-sequel i didn't know nothing about that so wowza <laughs> wowza guys yeah. but
0: uh is there anything more you guys would like to talk about uh, dishonored
1: it does look like there are two uh dishonored books, books? cool okay. um so you have to look at those yeah, um, may have there's to. there's a the Corroded arena. Man and the Wormwood Deceit. Oh, funsies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and
0: there's at least two or three DLC for the first Dishonored. Yeah. That yeah. really goes into a lot more stuff that's going on around Dunwall mm-hmm. after or during the uh, actions that Carbo have in the first game. I might go back and get those. They're cheap. You can get the collector's edition of Dishonored for like 20 no, bucks, nothing. and you have everything.
2: So I think my favorite... Okay, so let's let's go with like... Favorite shit you did not Dishonored. Mine, mm-hmm. there's a level where there's a crane, like a construction crane of some sort. And there's, I think there's a Chivo. I think that it had something to do with getting a Chivo. But there's a genuine possibility of getting to the top of this crane, double blinking. Yep. And doing the longest fall you can possibly do while dive assassinating a guy.
0: <laughs> I, I saw a dude on YouTube do it. I hold it off and yeah it was the it's the sweetest yeah it's because you take no falling damage if you assassinate a dude on your way down so you can do that and it gives you an achievement for getting the highest point that in the entire game of doing that mm. um craziest thing i think i did or the craziest thing i think in the game that i i thought the boil stuff was really was probably i think the most memorable just because of the nature of the party and you mm-hmm. and that was the one time where you could be openly stealthy because you got to remember Corvo wears a mask mm-hmm. and this is a masquerade ball yep. which means you can walk around nobody knows what you look like don't they,
2: don't they comment upon it as if you're just being a little you're just being a little shit starter by wearing the corvo mask Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think they think you're wearing you a can corvo and sign
0: your name yeah, that's right. in the book And there's this huge, and so no one pays attention to you, so you're free to walk around most of the place without guards getting alerted to you because you're just in the party. But that gives you access to stealth around and get secrets that you need to figure out which one is Lady Boyle. And I thought that was a wonderful juxtaposition, especially at the beginning, before you get into the party, because it's an entire mission just to get into the party without the guards getting you, is you can get screwed over by some guy uh, basically tricking you into a uh, pistol duel with someone.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh,
0: beforehand. And you can do it or not do it. It's up to you. But basically, you can do a guy a favor because he's like, oh, yeah, you're going to stand in for me. It's fine. Just give him this letter. And the letter says to the guy, oh, yeah, you're supposed to uh, duel me with pistols. You're his this dude's champion. Come on. And you're I, like, what? I don't know how
2: you guys did it, but I certainly just stopped time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I certainly stopped time when he fired at me and mm-hmm. was just
0: like, whoop. And it just stepped aside, and then I killed him. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one way you can do it. But I think the boil, the overall boil mission is very one of my most memorable ones of doing, just because not only getting in there, but also doing it and the outcome of the boil mission, because it feels very much like what the world is like mm-hmm. so distinctly. It made the world Giant big. like whale carcass, parts of whale carcasses that you can eat, and I'm like. Oh, man. This, and plus, like, the entire city is, like, falling to plague, and there are these shits here just eating a giant feast.
1: Yeah, I really like that. I think um, uh, I'll, I'll comment something on the foil. It's just the... And it's, it's true for the entire game. Um, how you get into the party is, like, the first half of the level, mm-hmm. and there are so many ways to do it. Like, the, like there's an, almost, like, an entire city block or, like like, district... Uh, And, like, half of it's, like, Plague-ridden, and the other half is this opulent estate. And there's just so many different ways to get in. Uh, But I think probably my, like, crazy cool thing that that I liked uh, was the High Chaos last level, uh, because it was so goddamn crazy. Like, Like, there was so much going on, and there were so many options, because at that point you're killing everybody. There are so many options to, like fuck people over and, like, get them to kill other people um, and, like, sneaking, like, new ways. Environmental
2: like, hazards. Environmental
1: there's... hazards and whatnot. There were just so many options to go kill, fuck, murder bomb uh, in, in that last level. Oh, that's trademark, by the way. Trade, trademark, Polyhedron. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think that was probably one of my craziest things. But I, I actually also have to agree with you, Matt. The Boyle Party probably was, like, the highlight.
2: I think, I, I think it really does, like, showcase, like, Here's Dishonored. Like, if you wanted to, like, if you were to let, like, maybe don't let someone play the first level. If mm -hmm. you want to be like, what's Dishonored? Well, okay, this is Dishonored. Play the
0: boil mission. Because it's relatively early in the overall game. Yeah,
1: it's in the first half. Uh, Actually, I think, um, I remember reading articles about Dishonored before it came out. And that was the level they talked about. Yes. Uh, That was, like, one of the, like, levels that they demoed out. Yep. It was. uh, Because it was just, it, it showcased... You can do this any which way you goddamn want.
0: And that's really something we haven't really said when I mean, we alluded to is, is level design. The level design in this game is nearly flawless just because they're constantly coming up with a new, maybe giving you like a dozen different routes of solving mm-hmm. an issue that you have. And that's, if, you're cre- if you're creative, because they don't generally spell out what to do.
2: That's no small thing either. No. Just anyone who's designed a role-playing game in any genre, in mm-hmm. any way knows that level design, spaced designing the space which the character has to move through to get to their objective is no small thing. Like, especially if you're going for the route where they actually have choices on how they go about doing it. Like, there was no one way to do that level that was like, well, this one takes you three minutes, whereas this one takes you, you know, 30 or an hour. Like, it was all like, no, there was still some... You still have to, like, work it. Yeah, there's a
1: lot. There's a lot to do. There's a lot involved in that. And it's and it and it's true for all the levels. Um, um, so yeah, no, it's 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 just a really good game. A plus you,
2: plus plus would play again. Yeah,
1: absolutely, yep, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you've never played this game and. It gives. We have a ringing of I think. I think any game that we're going to go into in, a, in in depth is oh, going to get I'm, a ringing oh, exorcist.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm having plans. I think I'm going to find one or two games that we completely oh. just dismantle. Oh, please and, let and, me be angry at a game because okay.
2: I'm. I really take pleasure in shitting on things that people love.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, fine. will Me and Ryan will get together. We'll concoct something <laughs> it, wonderful in the next it, couple. It, you, know, you know, I... if
1: we really want to make some people mad, we could shit all over Mass Effect.
2: I've never yeah. played it. That's the problem. I've played the first two and I do have my thoughts on that <laughs> game. Um, uh, I mean Mass Effect three is just like uh, we'll we'll say that for later, but let's just say I'll make I'll make a lot of Marcus Phoenix <laughs> and games of war references in, um, that, in
0: that particular. Um, but if actually uh, that, that segues nicely into if you have any suggestions for a game you'd love us to shit on, go to Hollyhedron oh, <laughs> Podcast at gmod.com. Oh my goodness, please, I beg you. Send
2: us a game that is not super awesome or is just kind of okay, and let me just go to town
0: on it. Yeah, because it
2: just, I just love doing.
0: it. Because obviously, we're going to talk about the things we really like. Like we did D D. Really like D and D. We love designer. We're going to talk. Great we talked about, about Undertale,
2: designer. and we talked about you know bloodlines, and yeah. or yeah, yeah, yeah bloodlines, bloodlines. Yeah.
0: And and so it's it's one of one of those things that we we really do need to find something we or a game we disagree on, something that we are like. Yeah, this is a good game, but there are bad things to it as well. Sure. Something we can dissect. And I mean, yeah, even chew on. middle
2: road, middle roading. I don't. I, I generally don't like saying doing middle road arguments, but like, yeah, yeah. you know, for video games, I mean, you can yeah, definitely I mean, do we can talk and bad. about
1: Skyrim or whatnot.
2: Oh yeah, you can talk about Skyrim. Oh but if you're Jesus, just... that would
0: take me like. Four hours.
1: Well, oh well, wait, what about uh, unmodded there, Skyrim? There's one.
0: <laughs> That's important. No, no, no. We have to have the Macho Man Randy Savage Skyrim. That's a different animal altogether. Macho Man. Ooh
1: <laughs> Macho Man coming. There, there's a video on YouTube. You owe to yourself to watch it. We can do Fallout Four. I just got that off Steam. Okay,
0: we, we'll work on that. We'll talk instead mm-hmm. of making this a a, a post production meeting for Polyhedron. Um, We'll close it in. Like, uh, comment, subscribe (laughs) if you want more post-production meetings. (laughs) Uh, Hey, if you want more of that, go to patreon.com, become a patron. I want to eventually put up goals for we do pre- and post-show stuff so you get more of the wacky content that we can create that we don't normally formulate.
2: I mean, yeah, we do, in fact, uh, you know, you guys only get about an hour of our conversation. Usually there's about 30 minutes to an hour before and after (laughs) where we're just bullshitting around. And I'm actually meaner and funnier in those. (laughs) So, you know, give us money and you get to hear me being a total dickwad,
0: I Well, if you want to hear uh, Ryan be a total dickwad on the internet, uh, where can they find you, Ryan? <laughs> uh, at Arduous. A, uh,
2: R-J-U-O-U-S. That's also my battle tag on, uh, on you know, battle.net. So.
0: Okay. I am at
1: BioImportance. And I am at DavisMalkav. And I believe
0: uh, you already have our email, our Twitter, and all that fun stuff. Uh, well... From everyone here at Polyhedron, I hope you had a very happy holiday, and go where your fun is.
2: Go roll some dice.